Welcome to the Expert Gold Podcast, which helps entrepreneurs and business owners develop more magnetic messages on and off the internet. Now join your host, Gihan Pereira, as he helps you turn your ideas, insights, and expertise into practical business boosting strategies, tactics, and actions. Hello, and welcome to the Expert Gold Podcast for 2010. Happy New Year to you. Today, I'm going to talk about the Hedonist Guide to Getting Things Done, or Goal Setting Made Easy. If you've done any goal-setting programs, you know that most of them are hard. Now, the system might sound easy, but achieving the goals is difficult. It usually takes discipline or willpower or a strong mindset, hard work, sacrifice and struggle. So no wonder that most people who set New Year's resolutions in January fail at those resolutions or even with their goals. Now, I've got a different approach to goal-setting. So this year, choose, plan and achieve goals that bring you joy, ease and happiness. Now, I mean that not only when you achieve them, but along the way as well. Now, I know this flies in the face of many, maybe even most, goal-setting programs, so just be warned that what I'm I'm going to share with you here might be controversial or confronting or even conflicting with some other advice that you've seen. But hey, I can guarantee that if you do embrace my advice, you're going to enjoy the next 12 months. So, what have you got to lose? Now, I must say that the title of this episode is a bit tongue-in-cheek, The Hedonist Guide to Goal-Setting. A hedonist is somebody who's purely motivated by pleasure, perhaps even selfish pleasure, and I'm not suggesting that's appropriate as a way of life. But I do think we spend way too much time in our lives doing things we don't want, that we're not good at, with people we don't like, and without getting any reward. So why not do something different this year? You know what? There'll be plenty of times when life isn't perfect, so you will get stuck in traffic or fight with your partner or struggle getting the kids to sleep or do work that you don't want to do just because it's in your job description or force yourself to be more disciplined at work. But you know what? Those things are going to happen anyway. So why would you make things worse by deliberately scheduling more of those things in your goal setting? So do yourself a favor when you're setting your goals for this year. Don't create goals and activities that involve struggle, complication, hardship, and sacrifice. Now, I know that sounds counterintuitive, especially if you've done other goal-setting programs, but hang in there. I'm going to explain. I've got 10 guidelines here, and I've broken them down into three areas. Choosing, choosing the right goals, planning, planning for them, and then doing, which is taking action. So let's start with choosing. I've got four guidelines here. Number one, do what you love. It's surprising how many people set a goal because they think they should do it, or they need to do it, or somebody else wants it for them. Those goals are the first to go when life gets in the way. So I'm going to recommend that you only choose goals that you want to achieve. In fact, I'll go a step further and say you should only choose goals that you will love to achieve. Do what you love. This isn't about being selfish. It's about choosing wisely. Number two is love who you'll be. So think carefully. Are you going to be happy, I mean truly happy, with the person you're going to become if you do achieve your goals? So if you get that big promotion, will you be okay spending more time away from your spouse and kids? If you go on that carrot juice diet and lose those 20 kilograms, can you tolerate having to gaze longingly and wistfully at chocolate cake from now until the end of your life after that? If you get all those business travel opportunities, can you cope with spending wasted hours in airports and taxi queues and hotel rooms? So just be sure that you're willing to accept all the consequences, positive and negative, of achieving your goal. Number three, think big. Most people don't fail because their goals are too big. They fail because their goals are too small. Those are the goals that are easily forgotten or tossed aside when something bigger comes along. So make sure that you set big but achievable goals. As Jonathan Kozol once said, pick battles big enough to matter 
small enough to win. Number four, know the reason why. It's not the what and the how of a goal that motivates you, it's the why. In fact, sometimes you'll end up with something that wasn't exactly what you imagined or what exactly that you pictured or you put on your vision board, but it still achieves the same result you were going for, and you only know that because of the why. So those four guidelines were about choosing. The next three are about planning. Number five, love what you do. I've already said do what you love, now I'm saying love what you do. So plan to enjoy the journey. If it's something that takes willpower or discipline or sacrifice to achieve that goal, it's just, it's just harder to do and it's easier to slip up. Instead, make it fun. Here's some examples. So it might be no fun to crawl out of bed an hour early to get some exercise done, but perhaps you can make it fun by exercising with a friend, so it becomes a social event as well. And it may not be fun to set aside 10% of your income for wealth creation, as some advisors would recommend. But what if you also set aside another 10% as play money that you spend on fun and frivolity? And it may not be fun to call your past customers to bring them back into your fold of your business. But what if you invited them to a cocktail party instead and made it fun? So, make it fun and love what you do as you're doing it. Number six, hang out with people you like. Life's just too short to spend with people you don't like, you don't love, you don't inspire, or you're not inspired by. So decide who you want to spend more time with this year, and make sure that they're part of your journey. Now, they don't have to be actively involved in helping you achieve the goals. That's a bonus if they are, but make sure they're around. And be especially sure that you don't neglect them while on the path to achieving your goals. Number seven, get help. Whatever your goals, there's a good chance somebody else has already achieved them. So find the right mentors and ask them for their help. You might have to pay, or you might not. Either way, it's the best way to fast-track your success. So we've talked about seven ideas so far, seven guidelines. The first four are about choosing, the other three are about planning. The next three, the final three, are about action, about doing. So number eight, start before you're ready. You won't have all your preparation complete. You won't know exactly what path to follow. There's always a reason not to start today. But if you're waiting for the perfect moment to get started, you'll be waiting a long time. The perfect moment is now. So start now, even before you're ready. Number nine, take a big step first. You know, a rocket uses most of its fuel in escaping the Earth's atmosphere, and after that it takes very little energy to keep going into outer space. Now many of your goals, especially the biggest and the most important ones, are similar. So don't start with baby steps, even though some that's what some goal-setting experts advise you. I suggest you start with massive strides. The good news is that often just a few strides can make a huge difference, and then everything else is easy. Now. Just a little bit of a warning here, I'm not suggesting that you do dangerous things, like suddenly taking up squash if you're unfit. But, if you know that it's okay to start walking for 30 minutes a day, start walking. Don't do unnecessary little steps to build up to it, like buying new sneakers or starting a journal to record your progress, telling all your Facebook friends, shopping for a new t-shirt to celebrate the start of the journey, or plotting the optimal walking routes for different weather conditions. Now, some of these small steps are easy, and you might even say a few of them are necessary, but it's the first big step, and literally in this case, that makes a difference. And it's that first big step that matters. And number 10, the last one, is do something every day. So do something towards at, at least one of your goals every day. After all, why wouldn't you? These activities are fun. They're not a burden or a chore if you've done them and planned them the way that I've described. So in addition to working towards your goal, you're just adding some fun and enjoyment to every day of your life. And more importantly, at the end of the year, you will have taken 365 steps and enjoyable steps 
towards achieving your goals. Now when you think about it, that's 365 more than the average person. So that's it. Those are my 10 guidelines for easy goal setting. Good luck and I wish you all the best for making 2010 the best year of your life. You've been listening to the Expert Goal Podcast. Visit us on the web at gihanperera.com. That's G-I-H-A-N-P-E-R-E-R-A.com. You can join the podcast, listen to past issues, and leave your comments, suggestions, and ideas. We look forward to having you back soon. In the meantime, remember, great minds don't think alike.